0: So, just the first question is uh, where you where did you go to school, and what do what route were you taking?
1: Um. Well, I started in community college, and I took classes from both Mount Sac and Chafee. Mm-hmm. and then I transferred to Colorado Mesa University, and I completed my undergrad there.
0: Okay, and then now you're an athletic trainer at head athletic trainer at Damien High School, right? Yes. And uh, what certifications do you have?
1: Um, I'm certified in athletic training, personal training, and corrective exercise.
0: Hmm. And uh, uh, I know there's a lot of internship hours done for athletic training. And where did you kind of get those?
1: Um. Well, the internship hours were built into my program. Mm. So every semester, I was required to accumulate so many hours. I believe it was I believe it was only two hundred and forty per semester, but I went way over that. I got closer to five hundred per semester. Wow. Um, so my clinical rotations, I was assigned at a high school. I was assigned to some of the college's sports. I did a rotation. I did a couple rotations in the ER on the weekends between six p.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, and two a.m. Mm-hmm. I followed a um, family medicine uh, practitioner, and I fol- And she was also a gynecologist, so I got a little bit of family medicine mm-hmm. and gynecology. And I followed an orthopedic surgeon and had to observe some surgeries and I had to work in the clinical or in the clinic setting just Mm. rooming patients, helping with um, taking evaluations and whatnot.
0: That's what I want to do. That's what I was actually trying to apply to this year or this summer for uh, Keck Hospital of USC. And I'm planning to shadow a PA and I just want to start getting involved as soon as possible because there's a lot of hours I need to do. Yeah. And uh, what... uh, what do you like best about what you're doing right now?
1: Um, I like that every day is different. You know, I don't come in and sit at a desk all day long. Um mm-hmm. I, I definitely have certain things that I need to get done every day, but it kind of I drop everything if someone gets hurt. Mm-hmm. Um you never know who are gonna come in or who is gonna come in with what injury. Some days it's an easy um, you know, a normal ankle evaluation, some days you're pretty stumped and you have no idea and you have to refer back to your books. So um constantly learning. There's it's just impossible to know everything. You kind of just you take it as it comes, and you learn as you go. Mm.
0: And uh, has there has there been like a tough point in your career, like any hard point?
1: Um, I would say you have hard days, and you have days that are not necessarily easy, but not as hard. Um, You for you know when you first start out, it's kind of scary and hard because you're used to having a certified right over your shoulder and you can do your evaluation and turn to them and say hey am I right am I wrong so going Mm -hmm. from having that to not having that having to make all the decisions on my own and being 100% liable that's hard um at first but you know that kind of subsides over time um there are certainly injuries and you know athletes that you I mean I'm pretty close to most of my athletes so when they get hurt, it's not just... It's hard to not feel
0: for them, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. As um. well, what is, like... I know I asked Mr. X's question, but what was the worst injury you've seen so far?
1: Um, I think the worst injury kind of depends on what... Your idea of worst injury. Some people think fractures and dislocations like, are the worst thing. So, Because I've seen... Mm-hmm dislocations mm-hmm. you know I've seen the shoulder multiple times more than I can count I've seen the although three or four times I've seen patellar dislocations I've seen finger dislocations mm-hmm. um, of the major injuries that I've had especially recently were the intestinal rupture humorous fracture a bleeding spleen um, and obviously concussions you know it's always pretty severe when you're having to cease spying and call an ambulance for someone who was hit in the head and, you know, if they lose consciousness, I've gotten to, on the field with a kid who's knocked out and he's actually snoring. Um,
0: yeah. So is there is there any advice you just want to give to a student that's pursuing the same path as you are?
1: Well, uh, don't go into the profession for the money because we are very significantly underpaid in a lot of areas. Um, and you also work more than just traditional hours. You don't, It's not a nine to five, but it's also not a 40 hour a week job. Um, things are constantly changing You know, based on weather. Sometimes things are canceled and we schedule because of weather. I mean, we had a varsity football game this year where we got halfway through the game, and there was like, oh, yeah. so it was canceled. That. We had to play the game, finish the game the next day at noon on a Saturday, mm-hmm. um, which is not ideal because you know, I had plans, but you know, it kind of just comes with the job.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, kind of going back to college, like what were the some of the tough courses that you had to take?
1: Um, well, to be honest, I don't feel like any of them were easy, or any of them were necessarily so tough. Mm-hmm. Um, because you have your um, upper body injury assessment course, and you have your lower body injury assessment course, and there are certainly aspects of the body that are a little bit more, um, a little more easily understood than others. Um, for example, the knee. The ankle, I'm good with that. The shoulder, that one's a little bit harder for me. Um, the clinical classes, um, kind of just taking everything that you're, you've learned from um, those assessment classes and your therapeutic modalities class and your rehabilitation class and applying that, um, you know, putting all together to be able to do an injury evaluation, that was tough. Um, I would say my very last clinical class was probably the hardest. Just because of all the assignments that we had to do and all the projects, um, so we had to we were given a budget, a startup budget an annual budget, a setting an athletic training setting and the number of athletes that we had and we had to basically build a program. You know, we had to, the startup budget was what we could use to purchase equipment, supplies, you know, tables, floor poles, coolers. We had an annual budget where we had to put an annual supplies order together. We actually had to draw out the athletic training room, and it was a really, really big project and it took a lot of time.
0: Hmm. That, sounds, that sounds like it's getting you ready, like really ready.
1: It does, because I use everything that I did for that project in my everyday life
0: hmm.
1: as an athletic trainer.
0: So is there, um, I forgot the question. Is there any, whew, I forgot I forgot. So, what are your what are your future goals? Just if there's any, like if after getting this from where you're at right now.
1: Um. Honestly, I'm kind of at a crossroads right now. I could stay here long term. I love my job here. Could mm-hmm. Forever, but I also want to grow as a clinician and maybe expand my experience beyond just the high school setting. Um, and be able to help multiple high schools instead of just one, or, you know, multiple athletes instead of just Damien high school athletes. So um, I definitely considered looking into a hospital study and working alongside orthopedic surgeons and sports medicine physicians. Um, I've also looked at the, going more the fitness route and going into strength and conditioning and, you know, using my personal training certification a little bit more than I do now. Hmm. Um, but that really is just going to depend on I don't, you know, I'll just have to see trial and error, and I have to finish school first. I'm still in a master's program.
0: Oh, that's so. nice. Um, I just I just remembered the question, but what are the most common injuries you see in the room right now?
1: Um, I would say probably about 75% of our injuries are overuse injuries. Wow. Um, because sports are going year round now and mm-hmm. students balance from one sport to the next. Or, you know, like um, we had a football player who also plays baseball. So now the baseball practicing, they would do Wednesday um, baseball practice after school and then they go to night practice for football. Um, or, you know, they'd play football Friday night in the game and they'd wake up Saturday morning and go to football practice first and then go to the baseball games that we have. So there's not a, a lot of time for rest. Uh, Mm -hmm. A lot of the trends in sports now go completely against the research Um, Mm -hmm. so we do get a lot of overuse like uh, patellar tendonitis is a very common one Um, I see a lot of low back pain due to lack of uh, core strength and your hips just getting out of alignment um, and tendonitis in the shoulders too.
0: (laughs) That actually goes perfect because uh for our Kin one oh two class we all had to do a presentation and my presentation was on the overuse injuries between athletes in the collegiate and high school and I learned that uh, a lot of overuse injuries occur in high school but that's because they're they're still kinda young but they're not they're not preparing. They're not like Yeah, uh, and
1: they're I mean they're young. Mm-hmm. They're not skeletally mm-hmm. mature. Yeah. So when you put the kind of stress on your body at such a young age while you're still growing,
0: mm-hmm. it wears
1: on the body quicker than if it were an adult, you know, mm-hmm. like a, a professional athlete who can train as much as some of these high school kids try to train.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They respond differently.
0: Mm. And then, yeah, I looked at also, because uh, this kind of goes off topic, but in college I looked up also that intensity increases, and obviously in college and a lot of overuse injuries occur because, you know, if you can't keep up, then you're just going to get hurt.
1: That and I think that um in the hi- in high school they don't periodize correctly. Mm-hmm. I and mean, you know what periodize means? Is that like they don't s- gradually increase? They go from like zero to a hundred. So I was talking to mm-hmm. a cross country runner the other day, who said that he increased his mileage, his weekly mileage uh, about by by about fifteen miles per um, per week.
0: That was me. No. No, <laughs> no but that I mean was. I did that something. Was this year. I know, but I did something like that. Over the summer okay. I did that for my college training because my coach gave me a training schedule but uh mm-hmm. I have two tibial stress fractures now and I'm out for the season. Yeah. And that like really bummed me out, but that's because
1: you didn't gradually work up to that. You just added it on. So this athlete that I currently have mm-hmm. that did that same thing doesn't have any stress fractures, but he wasn't pain free at the mileage he was running last year, he still added 15 more miles per week, which has now exacerbated the problem.
0: Hmm, mm. wow, yeah, literally, it's just, it's kind of hard, like just kind of hearing stuff like that, because it could be ending. like, I mean, just tell him, don't be careful, or something's gonna happen like me. hmm so, I
1: exactly learn hard I know, thing. I was
0: hard-headed too. Yes, <laughs> you were. Is there something about this career that not a lot of people know about?
1: Um, I would say that we are not often recognized for the work that we actually do. Um, People don't see what goes on behind the scenes, you know, all the hours of rehab and the taping that we do to prepare athletes, you know, to keep them on the field. They see us with water, they see us go out when someone gets hurt, but they don't realize that. You know, we're here be- oftentimes before the team is setting up, and we're here after the team leaves, after we've provided treatment, cleaning up.
0: Yeah, I, was, I know it was something that didn't occur to me until I got into college, and we actually had to research all the different professions that we can acquire with a kinesiology degree. And I saw that athletic training did require a lot, and that, that it's going to require a lot because a lot of them are now having to get their master's.
1: And All the programs by, I believe it's 2026, unless that's changed, are required to move over to a master's program.
0: No, that was, I was like, I didn't know that it, it didn't require one, but it definitely does look like it does need one because it's a lot of work that goes into it. Yeah. And so in just because my powerpoint was on it you said that the overuse injuries mostly were tendinitis and
1: a lot of them are like um, you get a tendinitis tendinosis tendinopathy and they're each different stages of inflammation and one is just Mm -hmm. you know gradual it's there for about you know so many weeks and then once it's past that a lot of time then it moves to the next level and Mm -hmm. um there are there are studies that have um research just the structural changes to the bone and to the tendon when things like that persist for you know long times but Mm -hmm. um in a nutshell tendonitis um, Mm -hmm. and then you also see some growing issues like um or oscar schlatter um so
0: And uh, is there any certifications, uh, forget, forgive me if I asked already, but uh, is there any certifications that in college helped you?
1: Um, well, I didn't really have any of my certifications going into my program. Mm-hmm. Um, I did pass my personal training certification in, during my senior year of my program, in the fall, before I graduated. And I wouldn't necessarily say that that helped me with my program. I would say that my program helped me pass that exam, Um, but they kind of do go hand in hand because I have a pretty good, I feel like I've got a pretty good, not a perfect, but um, pretty good understanding of, you know, how to move an athlete from rehab into more of a training setting and prepare them to go into the strength and conditioning that they do with the teams. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. And uh, is there any final things you would just like to say to the students that are just pursuing the same path?
1: Um. Is there any final thoughts? Just never stop learning. Sure. I mean, you gotta keep up with the research. It's constantly changing, so you you have to continually learn, and you should be open minded to um, different methodologies. Um, I certainly had a lot of experience and mentorship from. Various athletic trainers and they all will treat the same injury a little bit differently, so for me that just gives me a very large toolbox mm-hmm. of things to choose from, and um, I still learn from my clinical students, um, which I think that you know I think that's important because they're learning from athletic trainers that I haven't worked with that I haven't mentored by, so if they're being taught something and they can explain it to me, not only does that show me that they know it. they're also adding to my experience Hmm. and never be afraid to refer to your books